Good morning, everyone. We're thinking this morning again of Romans chapter 5, and we're in verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. As shortly we'll be drawing this consideration of Mephibosheth to a close, I want to think of a few things before we do so. How he came into this incredible transformation and transportation from Lodibar to Jerusalem, from distance to nearness. If you'll excuse me using alliteration, here was a man at a distance, disabled, and by his own confession, a dead dog. I'd like just to hone in on the distance this morning. Where was he? Lodibar, a place of unfruitfulness, barrenness, no pasture, a place that had nothing for God nor man in it. That just reminds me of our lives without Christ and without God. When we analyse a life without real purpose, without real prospect and without real promise, that's a life without God. Scripture says, what is your life? Someone has said, we're born, what then? We go to school, what then? We get employment, what then? We get married, perhaps, what then? We have a family, perhaps, what then? We retire from work, what then? We get frail, what then? We die. And this is the big question. What then? Bible, the Bible says, It is appointed unto men, that is to mankind, once to die, and after this, the judgment. I was very interested to find that this place, Lodibar, was close to the river Jabbok, where there wrestled a man with Jacob, you'll remember, in the book of Genesis. Here was the place where he whose name meant a cheat a supplanter, a person who takes another by the heel in order to trip them up and take what they've got, was changed and transformed into Israel, meaning a prince with God. This was also the place David went when he was driven out by his son Absalom over the brook Kidron and over the river Jordan, or perhaps the Jabbok, a tributary of the Jordan. So the barren place of Lodibar is the place where David found Mephibosheth because he went there too. The place David found Mephibosheth was the place where a man wrestled with Jacob and transformed him. Jacob identified that man as God. He saw the face of God. Do you remember the Good Samaritan? It says that the religious men passed by on the other side, but he came where he was. Isn't that lovely? You see, Jesus came where we were, not only from heaven to earth, but to the place called Calvary, to bring us out from the place of condemnation and distance by taking our place and bearing our judgment so we could be brought to the palace of his eternal home. That is so beautiful. But he is also perhaps wrestling with your heart and conscience 
this morning. Like God wrestled with Jacob throughout the night on that day when he was transformed. And God is perhaps wrestling with your heart and with your conscience as you've been listening to these messages and as you're listening again this morning because he wants to transform you from being a lost sinner to become an inheritor of blessing. The Bible says this, that those of us who have come to know Jesus as our Lord and Saviour and have confessed our sins to him and believed on him with all our heart and confessed him as our Lord, we become an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. That's beyond every imagination that we could have ever had. This is the word of God. And as we've been thinking about these things this morning, it's just stirred up within me this this precious thought of the of the scriptures. People say, oh, they were just put together by men and written uh, by men, and they have no significance. Well, as I read the scriptures and have done for decades, it is they are so beautiful. It can only be the divine word of God, the very breath of the eternal. May God bless his word to you this morning, and I trust there will be someone that God will wrestle with their heart and conscience today and bring them to know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour and ultimately be in the palace of the King in that coming day when the Lord Jesus comes to claim his own. God bless you.